like a mahapurkh that we did sangat of they would say to us and sanu kiya sharir shaddana appa da malik di godi ch beh jana ja ke and they would say like for us leaving the body no, no problem so we're just going to go and sit in our master's lap yeah and that's what this is that path you're going to be honored and honor could be seen to be that you are going to be hugged by wai guru but when wai guru hugs you you're one of the same then <laughs> and that's the honor yeah and that's what it means to be famous when when the creator is saying yo waiting for you bro come on you know let's chill <laughs> that's the fame we want <laughs> you know when we recognize by the creator and not by the messengers of death and saying yo come here <laughs> you know uh, you're in trouble <laughs> welcome to the jupti sahib podcast in this episode we'll be going through the 14th stanza given to us by guru nanak dev ji what we're going to be looking at is what is dharm what is the dharm as translated to righteousness what is this righteousness that guru nanak talks about has it come from a gathering of people that sat down and tried to work out what dharm should be so righteousness should be based on just certain morals and ethics and is that how they've come to a conclusion of what righteousness is let's go straight into it saying of fate to preach and sing first why guru ji ka khalsa why guru ji ki fate guru sahib ji here so the the translation to manne we've done many of times um in the previous episodes and that state of complete devotion so through that devotion manne marg thak na pai marg means path and then thak means stop when something comes in your way and stops you and throws you off your path of devotion back to that one and na pai but nothing comes in your way and i was just thinking about that if we the easiest way for us to understand that is if we take an example of pai lena ji serving gunanak dev ji he was just in this state of complete devotion towards guru nanak dev ji he was literally just waiting and hanging on every each word that guru nanak dev ji would give him it was like just as per guru nanak dev ji's words that ek shabd mere pran basta hai that even if i could just take shabd here meaning even just one word if i could just take one word of my guru and i could instill that deep into my breath and bahur janmana ava and then there's just i'll be i'll be broken out of that cycle of birth and death and even if you look at the way that journey started for pailana ji it started from hearing guru nanak dev ji's words from a sekh by the name of paijod and paijod was singing some of the sloks from asadivar and it would have back then it would have only been guru nanak dev ji's bani and so he was singing that in the morning 
and he was singing jit sevye sukh paiye so sahib sada samaliye so jit sevye sukh paiye so sahib sada samaliye pai lena ji when he heard this and so it already started his journey of devotion from that very first moment of hearing these words and he was able to he was already in a state of humility to be able to receive it and what he heard was upon serving that one that you'll receive this eternal peace and sukh within by by you know devoting yourself to that master and when he heard this because he was a devotee of a um, a goddess and still hadn't yet found that complete inner peace and that eternal peace and so but he, because of the humility the, the words were able to pierce him guru ramdas ji saying har prem bani man mareya aniyale aniya ram raj and he was struck by that arrow and such an arrow where it's shaped in such a way at, at the front that you you can't just pull it out now because if you do pull it out it's going to rip your your organs out as mm. well mm. that's a aniya um arrow and then har prem bani so he actually heard the the words of that filled with love of waiguru jit seviya sukh paiye so that started his journey and already now that that starts to set him off in this in this devotion so when he comes to guru nanak dev ji how is it then manna marg thak na pai when you are serving in that state of devotion waiting for each word what the guru is asking you to do your completely dedicated to listening what the guru is saying and whatever the guru says you're in a state of complete sweet acceptance to it yeah and there's you know the famous the then babbe the babba pala and this is how guru anga dev ji served even though these three babbe then became more famous with bibi pani ji later on guru amar das ji's daughter that's that's how she served her father but they actually started from pai lena ji pai lena ji served with those then babbe that babba pala and that what the whatever you say for me for me and you instruct for me is it's got to be pala it's got to be good it's that complete faith and devotion in that and that's how you give yourself to a guru and that's manna babba pala and there's a way guru nanak dev ji talk about that them say themselves and they say that jo kuch kare so bhala kar maniye hikmat hukm chukaiye they saying that jo kuch kare so whatever you do so bhala kar maniye i receive that i take that to be the absolute perfect thing to be good hikmat hukm chukaiye that hikmat my own cleverness and me trying to use my own hukm my own order against my guru and my and god that's gone because we often do we'll say to the guru now isn't we shouldn't it be like this mm. <laughs> you question it you, maybe you've messed up a bit yeah mm. but that's not manna 
ਮੰਨੇ ਸਪਾਈ ਲੈਣਾ ਜੀ ਪੱਪਾ ਪਲਾ ਐਂਡ ਐਂਡ ਦੈਨ ਵਾਟਸ ਦੀ ਅਦਰ ਟੂ ਥਿਸ ਪਾਣਾ ਪਾਣਾ ਯਾ ਐਂਡ ਦੈਨ देयर ਇਜ਼ ਹੋਲ ਗਿਆ ਐਂਡ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਐਵਰ ਗੈਟ ਇਟ ਗੈਟ ਇਟ ਰੋਂਗ ਸੋ ਇਫ ਸਮਥਿੰਗ ਸੋ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਡੂ ਫੋਲੋ ਦ ਗੁਰੂ ਵਾਟਐਵਰ ਦ ਗੁਰੂ ਹੈਸ ਸੈਡ ਐਂਡ the result of it was that things kind of fell apart or whatever happened it's never that you must have told me wrong it's i've obviously done i've not done it right you know that kabir sacha satguru kya kare jo sikham hai chook that and that's that's the state of a devotee that's manne that what can you know it's not the 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 guru it's what have i done I my porque I've made a mistake I've done something here. And then bana is to say that I always want to stay in your will to the guru. And this was by Leonard yet that state of manna. And how is it then talking up by So if you think about this with you imagine being in that state you're you're there now to your guru's word there's no space for anger. Mm because you're not serving an ego now you haven't got the well i know best and um i'm going to uh, try it this way yeah so where there's no ego because home vich seva na hove guru sahib ji say to us this is it's not possible to serve in home in 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 ego you're not serving then yeah so manne is that state of serving but there's no ego there ta man birtha jaye and then guru sahib ji saying if you are serving in ego then you end up going empty that's a guru sahib ji say that hom jit ta hom vich laya that you end up giving with the i am you know the, the ego is there saying look what i'm doing i'm giving i'm taking and um but this state is just beyond ego so if somebody is now saying that i'm serving the guru and they say but i got angry <laughs> that means they still serving with the ego yet yeah because ego can anger can only come from ego yeah it's not possible to get angry without the ego because the ego tries to protect itself so when because the guru could make you do all sorts yeah the guru could be saying to you well i want the wool made tonight yeah but it's raining i want a wool made it's irrelevant whether it's raining it's dark you're not a bricky yeah the i don't care it's one a wall yeah. and the, and if you now say that well that makes no sense and he he doesn't know what he's doing but i suppose i've got to do it anyway yeah. and then you start doing it and it does fall over because it's raining you're going to get angry because you've already start set off with it doesn't make sense and that's the ego talking i know mm. i know best yeah. so but in that state you can't serve but by lenaji didn't have that that's what manne is 
Mm. So then if there's no ego, there's nothing to get angry. Because what gets angry in that in that situation, what would have got angry is that, well, I, I've got this intellect to know that this, you don't make a wall in the rain. I know that. Yeah. So he hasn't done bricklaying before. Maybe he's not even seen it done before. So he doesn't really know. Yeah. And then you do it anyway. But there's a, because now there's already something to get angry. So the possibility is there now. But when you're in manna, in that devotion, like just, you're just there like, what? A wall in the rain. It's, there's nothing, there's not, there's no thought. Why, what, who, there's nothing. Because it's never about the wall. Building a wall. By the way, this happened just to let the Sangat know. Good night, Devji did ask the Sangat to build a wall in the middle of the night without any lights, whilst it was raining. So this that did happen. <laughs> and you, you you talk about this in the the traveling of Guru Nanak, traveling light of Guru Nanak, traveling light of Guru Nanak series. In uh, is it the second video? In second Guru, video, yeah, yes. That's on Guru Nanak Devji. So we'll leave a we'll leave a link in the description for that. No, perfect, perfect. Yeah. If you want to know what happens. Yes, yes. <laughs> so that, that yeah, the stories, it's real. It's, I've not just made one up, by the way. And um, because it was never about the wall. Mm. It was about you just becoming this devotee. And there's just, you know, nothing there to, you're not trying to. And it's about. Okay, let's put it this way. Let's look at it this way. Ego's present, but you're aware of it. Yeah. And but you're here now to completely devote yourself to the guru. But now you're open for that ego to be hit. Mm. Yeah. Remember we used the lines the other day, which was Guru Nanak Hardiradaya Pannan Kadan Samaratha. Because then somebody could argue, well, then if your ego isn't present in that moment, then there's no work to do. So if we look at it this way, that we know that the ego is present and I've got work to do. But we're here placing the ego there and saying, I don't, I, I don't know how to get rid of it and I want you to smash this for me. But then... Well, if you question how that's going to be smashed, is then you're going to be consumed by that identity. The difference is one way you're saying you want that identity to be broken down. Yeah. And then the, there's the other one where you're saying, where you become that identity and saying, no, don't hit me. <laughs> Thank you very much. That hurts. <laughs> Yeah. Like, don't be telling me like, to make a wall in the middle of the night don't you know who I am uh, I used to have a shop and I was doing quite well by Lanaji had a shop before mm. and was, were, financially they were doing really well everything was set so he could have easily have said I'm a shopkeeper that's my identity make a wall at night no thanks makes no sense that's then now you have um, given in to your identity. 
you've become the ego. And there's one thing, you know there's an ego. And you're saying, can you do something with this, please, Guru Sahib? Yeah. And that's when you're saying that, well, okay. Then Guru Sahib is saying, Guru Nanak, that here, the way we would actually translate this is that Nanak is saying yeah, that the Guru will give you the name of God uh, and instill the name of God inside of you. But to have the name of God instilled inside of you, yes, we know the way this is translated is that Pannana is the that all that one is the one that can destroy this entire creation and body. But if we looked at it in another way, just so that Sangat doesn't get confused and say, why is he translating it differently? But if we use the same um, uh, attributes and the nature of God there, but we can but what we're saying is what does it mean to get to the name of God and to instill it inside of us? The first step is Pannana. Is the ego is present, but I am here as a devotee to have it smashed. Yeah. So I'm placing it before you to break it down for me. Mm. So in that way, you can be in a state of money as well. So you're still devoted. So you're still there. You're there with complete sheer dedication. You're there with love. You're not questioning anything. There's no condition there. You're just there. Yeah. And you're saying, I need this broken down for me. Pannan. Karan. And then Pailanaji runs. Because then what is happening is, then that's been broken down. So you're recognizing that there's an identity there. And so you're not consumed by it and you're willing for it to be broken. Mm. Yeah, it's because the mind is made up of ego. Yeah, with identities. So what it needs is it needs that kot uh, kot. Yeah, well, it's uncle uh, here, kot kot. Yeah. And, Did I say it wrong? Sorry? Did I say it wrong? No, it was fine. <laughs> I think it was more me. Yeah, <laughs> I was saying it more of a like, oh. <laughs> so it's kot kot. Yeah, that it needs to be battered. Batted, mm. so it's put to that test. And so I think it was important to clarify in which way you say without an ego. Yeah, there's layers of identity there, and but you're willing for them to be broken down, and you're not you're not ident you're not coming with that identity. While well, I'm this, when when you come with that, then you can't be worked on. You're already denying. You're saying, nah, forget that. And you're even leaving the outcome to Guruji mm. as well. Because yeah, yeah. you could even say that like, uh, here's my ego, but you're trying to say, this is how you're going to work on me. Yes, and even that perfect. isn't a surrender. That's mm, not money. No. That's um, that's calculated. Yes, yes. And it's that's a layer of ego. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a complete surrender. It's like, here you go. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is you're going to do. But here you go. Here's my faith. Here's my love. Here's my everything. Yeah, because I out. could turn around and say, "Well, do I have to make the wall? Can't you just talk to me?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can we just have some talking therapy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I need this to get yeah, better. Yeah. It, well, no, you're asked to just like you know, karate kid is mm. asked to wax on, yeah, wax off, yeah. And he was confused. Mm. 
Yeah, and we could end up doing the same thing, but like, no, why like, why like this? And, you and that's will... really good for me. It's a good learning for me. Mm. And so thank you for bringing that up. But it will. Mm. You'll find in life, won't you, that when you look back on a situation, be like, ah, I see how it had to happen that way. Yeah. And it worked. I, I mean, hopefully you, it was the, the right way that you learned the lesson, not the, mm. not the, <laughs> through the pain. But um, you, you find if you do go through that listening to that intuition, because, you know, Guru Sahib isn't telling you to build a wall, but they are talking to you through your intuition. We've been talking about that for the last several mm-hmm. episodes. And that's the same thing is, is what you need to do individually, what I need to do individually. I'm hearing that. I'm absorbing it and then I'm surrendering to it. I'm trying mm-hmm. to and say, right, you've told me this through my Shabbat Guru, through the inner voice mm-hmm. of, of why Guruji speaking to you, Guruji speaking to you. And then you're, you're uh, responding to that in humility and surrender, mm-hmm. basically saying that this is the opportunity to break down the ego further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the other thing I think like, <sighs> To come from the back of that is that 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 message, because if we're open to it, could also come simply from Hokum Nama Saib. We could walk into a program and because remember the, the inner voice and the guru's voice is the same. And whatever even a Hokum Nama, when it's taken with that complete again devotion to the Guru exactly what we need to work on in which way in that moment could just come to us through a hukam nama through guru sahib speaking to us that way you think it's important then to ask the right questions to guruji you know that shabad the soi grai jodh the baba and and you kind of say that the reins are with with you so you yes. don't say like show me how to deal with this specific situation in this specific way should i do extra why is it that you kind of surrender in that way and say, show me the way and kind of leave it open? Like when you're trying to get that advice or, or trying to understand how to grow in a way if you're struggling with something, to get to that how can you overcome that through through Hukumnama then? How so, would you approach so I it? I think the way, the way I'm looking at it uh, as we're talking is that say if we, we've already started off from that place and we're doing the Arda Sui Karai Jotu Dapave that allow me only to do that what is pleasing to you and what we're saying here is that that what that what to do might not just come from um the inner voice because we might have missed it we might not have picked up on it might not be in tune with it in that moment but it doesn't mean it's only going to come from that place because it could come because Waiguru is at the core of everything And Waiguru is at the core of Gurbani So we're open now saying Only allow me to do that what pleases you But we don't know what that is yet And we're not getting it You know like remember Bhagat Ravidas Ji saying that Like what's the reason you've gone silent I'm not hearing you So if it may not come from inside but I'm open, I'm doing the Ardas. You might walk into a program, a Kirtan Dwan, a program, and then it comes from the Hukam Nama, from the Kirtan, and it, and it becomes so clear what to do. Yeah. And then it just becomes clear what to do in that situation. Through a Shabbat, in, in that Shabbat, it might be saying to you, 
Maharaj might turn around and say something like um, Like you might need to do something more physical here at the moment To kind of uh, express, uh, to sorry, uh, to break through this, what you're struggling with So it might become, you know, very clear It might come in a very clear way to us what to do But we've got to be open to it And know it's coming from that place And or it might just be that you need to uh, listen to Kirtan more in Sangat. And there's that Shabad where it says that um, Har Kirta Saad Sangat Hai Sir Karman Kaya Karma Guru Sahib Ji might give us that message What you need in this moment in your life Is that you need to be in Saad Sangat more in that, in that collective company of Sangat That is yearning for Wai Guru and you need to just sit there and praise Vaiguru through singing. And you get that, you get it from somewhere. But then you realize if you go inside, then you then that will help you to connect to inside as well. You realize it's the same, that that's guiding you that way as well, that you need more Sangat in this moment. So just to sum up what you've said, you know, you, you're looking for that, that message and that intuition you heart's open to your it. heart's open to it you fall at it and you hear something and through then following that that's the manna and because of that how could any of the banjor stop you yeah yeah because yeah? you are in that complete um state I was trying not to say state of um, mindset or but it's this opening it's just you're just open aren't you mm when you're open and you're then walking with devotion, with that dedication to hearing that one, uh, just like Bailanaji was, just built the wall because the task was irrelevant because mm. it was about getting, uh, being broken down, yeah, that identity being broken down. And then you just follow that and you get broken because it's what you needed in that moment. Uh, it, that's what was going to work for you, you following that. And so there's this just, there's this magic to living life like that with this sense of openness and intuitive listening. And then you just kind of, you're, you're guided to the right place to do the right thing. And that right thing, right place is your righteousness then. Is your, then that's your dharam. When Pai Lernaji was would have been making that wall, whilst doing that, because that was the instruction in that at that time, make the wall. Like we said, that instruction could have been sit in Sadhsangat Singh Kirtan, Ahara Kirat Sadhsangha. And then, but doing that was going to be breaking down that identity. And for somebody else, it could be sitting in the Sadhsangha, because that was the message. Just like the wall, same thing. But being there then is going to be breaking down your wall. Because this is all about give stjara huye. Give kure tutte pal. How do I break that? How do I become sachyar, the truth? So, okay, so let's move to the next pangati. Manne marg thak na pae. Manne patasyo pargat jai. When you live your life like that, in that complete surrender, then Guru Savji says, you leave Jai, you leave this world with but with honor. Yeah. And 
and and pargat pargat means you become known for somebody that was in that state like some people take things very literally so don't yes there's always going to be people that um spoke against you and didn't feel that way but guru guru sabji saying this at a much kind of you know a bigger picture and a deeper way in which way you go with honor like it doesn't matter that the whole uh world and the people of this world didn't see you like that or didn't honor you cuz it's not that but you've gone with honor in the eyes of god cuz that's what matters yeah because even today's saints baba ishar singh ji rada sahab wale they went with honor they saved so many other people in this life yeah but not everyone even today speaks well of them still people today speak ill of them but they doesn't mean they didn't go with honor even though there's more that speak you know uh well of them than that speak ill of them but there is not that people don't speak ill of them so that shouldn't become our measure to say well maybe they haven't gone with honor because there's some people that still say that that's not the measure if anyone that's lived in devotion has gone to god with honor and going to god with honor and pargat could be even like when you leave this body they're famous in that world in, in which way it means that like a mahapurk that we did sangat of they would say to us and the sanu kiya sharir shaddana appa da malik di goddi ch beh jana ja ke and they would say like for us leaving the body no, no problem so we're just going to go and sit in our master's lap yeah and and that's what this is that path you're going to be honored and honor could be seen to be that you are going to be hugged by waiguru but when waiguru hugs you you're one of the same then <laughs> and that's the honor yeah and that's what it means to be famous when when the creator is saying yo waiting for you bro come on you know let's chill <laughs> <laughs> Now that's the fame we want, you know. Mm. <laughs> you know, when we're recognized by the Creator and not by the messengers of death and saying, "Yo, come here," <laughs> you know, uh, you're in trouble. <laughs> so then, manne magna challe panth. Again, Maharaj is saying here that through that devotion, living like by Lenaji, and um, is magna challe panth panth means path and mag means path as well so what so the the what's been said here is the the panth the second panth is referring to somebody that is just on the path of empty religious rituals and they're saying but one that's in a state of devotion they won't be stuck in anything empty by lanaji did nothing empty yeah they didn't just sit there and do something for the sake of it to receive something to receive some sort of material gain for for the purpose of material gain or to say i'm doing this then i should get this back or just sit there like you know completely dead feeling nothing and just reciting something and there's no devotion towards anything there's nothing your heart's not filled with anything and 
some people, it's not to say that some of us may not need to start there. But this is manna here. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about somebody that isn't feeling it but still needs to start somewhere. Because Pai Gurdas Ji and Guru Granth Sahib Ji talk about that. So here Pai Gurdas Ji saying that Sila Aluni Chattani Lak Amrit Rasa Tarsan Seera And what's being said here is that when we're, asked to, when we're asked to do a task in the beginning, we might not be at that state of devotion where we're just full of love. You know, there's two ways of looking at this. And where it's actually feeling quite dry, but we're still following what the Guru's doing. And so it's still, you're still accepting, you're still listening. And, but you might not be filled with that. Oh, it's feeling like this. This, this amrit, this nectar inside. Yeah, the task you're doing itself might be like, like licking a stone, like just no taste at all in the beginning. And then, but then it says that sila aluni chattani lakha amrit rasa tarsan sira. But so when we're doing that, you know, when we sit down to do a certain task, read Gurbani first, to forgive someone even, and whatever it is, but it's like licking a stone. And, but what we want is, we want it to be like nectar. Because that's what we're tarsing for that. That's what we're, we're striving for it. This is going to be sweet, what we're being asked to do. But that's not what it's about. Because by Gurdashti said, There's only those that are rare and few that listen to the Guru. Yeah. And that's what it was about. It's not about how much pleasure we got from it in that moment, but it's about what it's doing for us in a, on a, like as, on a bigger picture, what it's doing for us, how it's breaking down. Because sometimes we just end up chasing pleasure even from those tasks and we don't get pleasure from it and we think, what's the point? This ain't working. Not realizing this is supposed to be working in a different way. Uh, in a way that where your ego has been broken down. So now, but somebody that's in that state of devotion, that nothing they do is empty because they're doing it in a state of whatever the task is. It doesn't matter how it makes me feel, the actual work itself, but I'm doing it with surrender. And it's the doing it in surrender is what is, is destroying the ego. That make sense? Complete sense. And, and uh, who, who was the other one building the wall? By Baba Shirichand and Baba Lakmida. So, so they the, didn't even bother. So they didn't even bother. I was, um, was going to say, like, if, you know, they may have been as good at making a wall as Bailanaji. Yeah. Because of their approach to it it wasn't the it wasn't the technical skill of it but that but if they did if they did do it that it would have been a like a, an empty ritual yes because of the way they approached it yeah and it's what you said at the, the previous you know recent divan about the the difference between a nemi and a brimi mm -hmm. and, um, please you know explain that because it was amazing yeah. so even though we we've got to start as nemi we've got to have discipline in our life and just sit down and do something and 
But then if we go further than that, I think I'm learning something as we're talking in this podcast, which is why it might feel to some that we've gone a bit back and forth and contradicted, but it's just to show the power of Sangat because we're doing Sangat right now. And be great for Sangat that listening to this to acknowledge that we're doing Sangat together. And as we're going through the Shabbat, there's more things that have been revealed to us. So in that sense, then, the, the Nemi that Guru Amartas you referred to at that point to when they asked their son-in-laws to carry out a task of building a stool was, they said, one's a Nemi, meaning that one's just doing empty rituals. They're not surrendering to, the ta- to when they've been asked to do something. They've still are trying to work it out that they've got to get the, the stool perfect. And or they've got to feel something from it. They've got to feel a pleasure from it. Like, oh, that was amazing. But it was never about you feeling amazing in that moment. It was about being a premi, which you didn't care about if it gave you a sense of pleasure whilst carrying out that job. You don't care whether you make it right or not. You're just following the guru. And it's following what the Guru is saying that is getting you back to your Atma, to your soul, to Vaiguru. Yeah. And that is then a Premi. So I shouldn't be looking for when I do my part that if it makes me tingle from inside yeah. or if it feels like there's fireworks in my brain. But it's, yeah... If I forgive someone in that moment, it might feel like even licking a stone. But I've, but as I'm doing that, as I'm following the guru, and it's taking me back to my atma. If I'm, if I end up actually forgiving someone, it's where it's taking me, not the way it's because we're so used to, to the way something makes us feel mm. on a sensory level. Because we want to eat food and we want it to feel amazing. Nothing wrong with that, by the way. We're not saying there's anything wrong with that. But we end up then connecting those experiences to spiritual experiences too. So then we're thinking the Kirtan should make us feel a certain way. Yeah. And But it's more about where it takes you. Is it taking you back to your Atama? Is it? Is it breaking down your identity that is consuming you? That's what it's really about. Yeah. And so now, manne magna chale panth. So nothing a devotee does is a ritual then. Because everything they're doing is they're doing it for the sake of just following the Guru in surrender and to be broken down. Somebody that is in manna is then seti means with, sanaband means related, is resta, uh, their relation, not related, their relation, meaning connected. They're connected then to that righteousness. And here the righteousness is. Just the listening of whatever it is. 
whatever Guru Nanak's telling us to do, whatever the in, inside intuition is telling us to do, by the way, that they're, they're one of the same. Yeah. That the taram is that, whatever is coming from there. Yeah. So it's not that our taram is to build a wall. Our taram is to just follow the Guru and the follow the intuition. And where is that? And what is then the taram here? The taram, what that means is the nature, the, our true taram is the nature of our soul. The nature of our soul is love. Guru Sahib told us that. Hoi Falyonarag is that one. Just It's always good to bring the Bhangdian back up. Just so that Sangat doesn't say to us that you're making up what the nature of the soul is. That the that Guru Gobind Singh is saying that God is immersed everywhere in all directions. And what is and how did Guru Gobind Singh refer to God in this context here in, or in this Pangtin line here is, is Anurag is love. So our the taram of our soul, remember taram also means nature. So the taram of our soul is love. The taram of our soul is also agadde, abadde, anandi, surupe, is bliss. And the reason why I, I feel it's so important to bring the pangti up is just again to, to say that so the Sangat knows that the Guru that has is, is, is that light, knows what the late nature of that light is. Yeah. And, okay, there we go. Uh, so if you focus on the next part, Anandis Rupe, so that the form of that one is Anand, is bliss. So this now is so important for us to understand that the intuition is coming from Anand, from love, from compassion, from these it's just what it is. It's just what we are from inside. Yeah. If we follow that, it's taking us to that, to our nature. If we follow, if we think we're following it and we're becoming more angry, we're not following intuition then. That can't be intuition then. Yeah. We're not in money then. We're following the noise of our mind that we the calculation yeah. if it, it's come from love and then we become bound to love we are now in in the state of manne we are bound to our true nature which is the soul and that is that that is righteousness so righteousness is not what a group of people sit down and try and work out what is right or wrong in this world it's the nature of our soul it's whatever comes from that and that will always guide us in the right way it'll always be from love it'll always be from compassion yeah yeah that's um the 14th body as our nam niranjan hoy such is the name of the immaculate one Jeko man jane 
Monkwe. Only those with devotion will know in their mind just how immaculate the one's name is. Because you'll know when you follow that intuition how pure that is where it's coming from. It's coming from pure love, you know. And then the action is from there, Ranghase. You're, you're laughing from there. And Rove, you're crying from there. It's Everything becomes pure then. Whether you, you see, the action doesn't matter because it's where it's coming from. Because then your laugh becomes pure. Then your cry becomes pure. Your silence becomes pure. Everything's pure. That's righteousness. There you go. Yeah, so Sangha, you keep joining us um, because we're learning as we are talking, as you just saw today. Yeah, uh, things became clear as we were going through this. So we call this doing Sangat. And join us for the next body for Munne Babaha, Mukhadwara. We'll see you um, at the next episode. Why Gurdika Khalsa? Why Gurdiki Fateh? If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, share and subscribe. Please donate and help spread Guruji's message. Link is in the description below. Vaheguruji ka khalsa, Vaheguruji ki fateh. Vaheguru Vaheguru Vaheguru